1: And indeed, we're all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship and business. We talk a lot about business here on with Get Down to Business. And I'm your Shalom Klein. Remember, you can always download podcasts from Get Down to Business on my website at shalomklein.com. And while you're there, don't forget to follow me on Twitter at Shalom Klein. It's going to be a jam-packed week of content and information you will not want to miss. So let's jump in. I'm super excited for this conversation. It's a fascinating one. I'm thrilled to be joined by Matt Tenney, the author of the highly acclaimed book, Serve to Be Great Leadership Lessons from a Prison a monastery, and a boardroom. He's been featured on ABC, Business News Daily, HuffPost Live, IT, Business Edge, and Inc. Magazine. He's an active CEO who's currently working to build the best workplace culture in the world, and he hopes to inspire you to do the same. Matt any welcome to the program.
2: Thank you, Shalom. Thanks for having me.
1: Absolutely! Super excited to have you. So I have to ask before we jump into some important conversations about employee engagement and retention and leadership—all things that you know a thing or two about. The topic, the title serves be great leadership lessons from a prison, a monastery, and a boardroom. What do you know about those three places?
2: <laughs> well, well, I've been in all three, so I know a little bit about each of them.
1: Well, tell us a little bit about your background, if you don't mind.
2: Sure. Yeah. So I um I've I've always had this aspiration to make a big impact. And a couple of years out of college, I, I took a shortcut to to my journey here and and trying to achieve that big impact. And I actually attempted a fraud against the government and ended up spending five and a half years confined to prison as a result. Um and it was about a year into my time in confinement um that I, I started learning about this simple practice called mindfulness and it helped me kind of slow down and develop some patience and realize like, Hey, you don't have to, you don't have to do everything at once, dude. You can kind of slow down here and, and, and take your time. Um, but there's a couple big shifts that came out of that with, for me. And, and one was that, um, I, I ended up getting so deep into the practice that I lived and trained as a monk for several years. And the monastic ideal is all about giving up one's short-term self-interest so that we can be of greater service to others. And that has been my focus ever since. And so that, that's really the, the big shift that came out of it was just this realization that um, the, a life most worth living. And ironically, as it turns out, one that's most conducive to long-term success is a life that's devoted to really adding tremendous value to others and serving others.
1: That's powerful stuff, my friend. Wow, that's uh, that's incredible. So, prison, a monastery, and a boardroom again. The, uh, I'm chatting with the author of highly acclaimed book, Serve to Be Great: Leadership Lessons from Prison, a Monastery, and a Boardroom. That's Matt Tenney. So, Matt, um, you know, turning to the topics at hand, I know you've dedicated uh, your life to uh, to improving uh, workplace culture. Why hasn't employee engagement improved at all in the last twenty years?
2: <laughs> yeah, it's amazing. You know, Gallup has been measuring employee engagement since. Uh, around 2000 when employee engagement was around 30%. And the last numbers I saw on average in the US employee engagement was around 30%. Yeah. So we, I mean, statistically it's like 2%, but statistically speaking, we've seen no improvement in 20 years. And I I think there are three big reasons for this. Um, One is that engagement and just culture in general tends to be perceived as a quote unquote HR thing. You know, It's like some of us have this idea almost like if we're small businesses, we think, oh, once I get big enough where I can hire an HR director, then then we can work on culture and engagement. Or if we're already a big business, you know, it's 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 almost this perception like, oh, you can just go to HR and they'll sprinkle some magic HR fairy dust on your culture and it's gonna be great. And you'll have high levels of engagement and retention. And the problem with that is that the research is really clear. Seventy percent, at least seventy percent of employee engagement is driven by direct supervisors. So if we're not helping supervisors help employees to thrive, uh, we're not going to have high levels of engagement and we're going to have high turnover or poor retention. Um, the second reason is that even when we do invest in leadership development, depending on which research you read, somewhere between 85 and 90% of leadership development initiatives fail to produce any lasting impact. Um, and the third reason is that the very act of measuring engagement almost always has a negative impact on it. And those last two are highly interrelated. So we tend to do leadership development in big chunks, you know, like a full day of training or two days of training. And likewise, we tend to do surveys in big chunks. We ask a, a very long survey, you know, 80 questions on it. The problem with both of those is it's very hard uh, to take meaningful action. So it's if you're doing a survey that's really big, it's hard to respond quickly. And that reduces trust when you ask employees a bunch of questions and you don't do anything about it. Um, and likewise, with leadership development, if we consume a ton of information we don't have time to implement little things that we learned and develop new behaviors, then it's very hard to create new habits that actually stick and make a lasting impact.
1: Yeah, no question about it. Again, I'm chatting with Matt Tenney, uh, the author of a fantastic read, Serve to be Great Leadership Lessons from a Prison a monastery, and Monastery in a Boardroom. We're chatting about uh, you know, some really important topics, employee engagement, employee retention, and, and leadership development. And you know, there's something that I'm detecting as a theme from you, Matt, as you, uh, you're clearly passionate about what you do. And I know that you've worked with hundreds of clients, including companies like Salesforce, Tiro Price, Marriott, uh, Keller Williams and so many more is uh, you know serve to be great. Something about servant leadership and about basically developing leaders. If you develop leaders, then most likely the the follow ons are again better employee engagement and employee retention. So what is sort of that that one nugget of of wisdom that you know for our listeners, all leaders, um, whether, whatever size company that they're in, um, as they set their New Year's resolutions and set their plans for 2023, what's that one bit of advice that if they remember nothing else from this conversation that you'd like to see them putting into action?
2: I think it's extremely important that we remind ourselves as often as possible that our tr- primary job, our number one job, if we have a leadership role, is to inspire greatness in our teams. We get so it's so easy to get caught up on what's easy. Okay, I have this to do list in front of me, and I'm just going to execute on tasks, or I'm putting out fires. It's so easy to get wrapped up in that stuff, and we forever delay what's really important, which is identifying what do people need to be great, like what do people need to be great in the workplace, and and to be good human beings. Those two things are are both in, in, interconnected. So I think that's most important. If we remind ourselves continuously that our job is to inspire greatness in our teams, that's our primary role as leaders, then the next logical step is we, we identify what do people need? What do they need to thrive? We get feedback on how well we're doing at helping those people to thrive and we meet those needs regularly. That's... But it all comes down to just remembering that the primary job of a leader is to inspire greatness in our teams. We're We're no longer judged on our individual contribution. We're judged on how we can inspire individuals to be great and how we can inspire them to work together as a team to do great things and serve our customers well
1: definitely and your book is not just a great read it's really it's a guide um served to be great and and how uh leaders can develop uh some of those skills um so in our final couple of minutes over here i i you know matt i'm curious if there's some really good examples that you can share i know you've worked with hundreds of companies and you have quite your own uh, journey and experience um in developing yourself as a leader from taking some shortcuts as you said um to to learning the hard way of how to do it and and Perhaps you've discovered that there are no real shortcuts other than dedicating yourself um, to leadership development. But any really good examples, or maybe really bad examples, that you want to highlight for our listeners? Well,
2: I can tell you one really good example. Um, he, he recently retired and is now the uh, the CEO, kind of emeritus of WD forty. Um, but Gary um, Gary Ridge is the former CEO. He just recently retired, and he's now the the chairman of the board. Um, I think. If there's very little, if anything, that I can find that he did incorrectly. I mean, he took a company that was doing okay. WD-40 has had a, a, a very strong brand for a long time. But when he took over the company about 25 years ago, um, they just didn't have a culture that was poised to grow. And he realized that... It, Gary, by the way, is an excellent marketer. He's, he thinks strategically very well. Uh, but when I spoke with him uh, recently about this, he immediately ruled those two things out as the reason why he was so successful at WD-40. Um, he said it was all about building a culture that was able to execute on the strategy. The strategy was always there, but he was able to build a culture and it was all around this idea of empowering managers to inspire greatness in their team. So he took WD-40. I think their, um, their market cap was around 250 million uh, when he took it over and it's now... Over two and a half billion, twenty-five years later, um, and, he, and he actually grew that relatively yes. ra- rapidly. Grew their international sales tremendously, and all while creating a culture that people love being a part of. They have regularly have employee engagement above ninety percent, mm-hmm. and nearly ninety-nine percent of employees say they love going to work for WD Forty. And here's the gem. Well, that's, you know, it, mm-hmm. The gem is that.
1: Yeah, that, that's exactly what we're looking for over here, uh, Matt. And I don't want to give away all the secrets because uh, people need to <laughs> pick up a copy of your book over here. Um, we're going to cut to commercial in a moment, but before that, uh, perhaps one of the uh, best homework assignments that we could leave them with is to pick up a copy of your book. Serve to be great leadership lessons from a prison, a monastery, and a border room. But Matt Tenney, how can we get in touch with you?
2: Very easy. I'm I'm very Googleable. Matt Tenney, T E N N T E N N E Y dot com, and the website is matttenney.com.
1: Matttenney.com, and I know the book can be found on Amazon and wherever books are sold. Matt, you've shared a lot of inspiration. Thanks for sharing your story, um, and your uh, and your guide uh, serves to be great. Uh, Matt Tenney, uh, appreciate you joining us. Coming up after the break, we've got more small business jobs and entrepreneurship. Don't touch that dial, Chicago. You're listening to the Up Down to Business, and we'll be right back. <music> Welcome back to Get Down to Business, the show about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by returning guests from Integrated Document Technologies, also known as IDT, and I'm thrilled to be joined by the CEO and founder, Paul Zemplinski, as well as uh, the one and only sales and marketing guru, and that's uh, Jennifer Olney. Paul and Jen, welcome to the program. Thank, Thank, you, you. For Thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Absolutely great to have you. So Paul, I want to uh, start with you because I had you back on uh, a little bit ago, but that was a whole year ago when we look at uh, when we look at the calendar. Paul, you know, we are uh, kicking off 2023 and our theme right now is how are we making big change, big improvement? How's 2023 going to be the best year ever in our businesses? We've got great entrepreneurs tuning in. Paul, what's the latest and greatest in the world of IDT and how you're making big change in the new year? Uh,
3: Great question. Thank you uh, again for having me. Definitely what we call our IoT smart connected scanning solution. Um, You know, as as we discussed in the past, we're in the what we call the content management space, which is a segment of the IT world. And what we do is we help organizations take uh, electronic information or paper and turn it into useful content throughout the discourse of normal business. So whether that would be somebody on the customer service side in taking content, Uh, such as an inquiry from a website and being able to act upon that or an invoice coming into an organization that needs to be processed and paid or perhaps an order to be processed. All of that is somehow related to transactional content that's in paper form or electronic. A lot of it still is paper, believe it or not. And uh, even in the world of electronic uh, content, you have to have some way to easily transact that throughout an organization to get it processed and entered into your financial system and ultimately the order, whatever the transaction fulfilled. So that content uh, can originate a lot from paper, as I would mentioned, and we have a what we call an IoT smart connected scanning device that basically allows our customers to uh, become operational in five minutes or less. And it's the the incorporation of what we call uh, IoT, which, is, uh, which stands for the Internet of Things, and we see this utilized in the retail world quite a bit. It's been around for a number of years. We see it with our new appliances that we buy. We see it with Ring camera systems. We see it with um, the uh, Roomba, if you have uh, one of those automated vacuum machines, uh, all of that is what we is based on what we call the information uh, Internet of, of Things technology. And what we've done, we brought that into the uh, IT world uh, in business to business so that we can quickly get our customers to begin capturing their documents using a QR code and this small little device. And they can capture documents remotely around uh, the world if they if they have that type of uh distributed uh, operating environment. So that is definitely new. Uh, it's quite revolutionary. Our, our industry has been known for making things very convoluted and complicated. And we've really simplified the experience using a QR code and the small appliance device.
1: Definitely. And, you know, Paul, we, we need to have you on more often because I follow every update um, from uh, IDT and the um, incredible innovation that you guys are having in multiple industries. And, you know, one of the things we talked about in our last conversation is that, um, you know, document, uh, security and, and it is, is not just for large companies that, small businesses have to pay attention, um, to, and, and, you know, you guys have absolutely continued to innovate. You've used COVID-19 as a good opportunity to sort of use that time wisely. And, you know, for that reason, I want to turn it over to your sales and customer service administrator, Jennifer Olney, who I know is uh, joining us over here. Uh, Jen, I know you've been part of that journey and talking to many of the customers. What are they saying about some of the new products and, and, and resources that are coming out from uh, from the desks of you brilliant uh, subject matter experts at IDT.
4: Yeah, I mean, um, definitely, you know, the remote uh, work, you know, is, is now a thing. So uh, we definitely seen an uptick in distributed capture, um, even throughout, you know, COVID, um, which plays well with the IoT smart connected scanning, as well as everything else we offer, our whole portfolio of products. Um, and we've partnered with Kodak Alaris um, to provide a variety of Uh, Document scanners and uh, uh, information capture solutions. Um, So, yeah, even through COVID and all that, I mean, um, and, you know, we can, everybody can do it remote, which is, which is a thing now, you know, even now after COVID. So, um, so, yeah. (laughs)
1: <laughs> That's awesome. That's fantastic. I, I love watching it. And one of the things that I find uh, also really, really impressive about the work of uh, integrated document technologies and your family of companies, because there are many, and it's growing rapidly in supporting enterprise and mid-market firms in achieving maximum efficiency by offering fully integrated information management and other solutions is your connection with community i know um, paul you started in 1992 as i understand it so what's changed in the business since then between 1992 now believe it or not in 2023 well a
3: lots changed but one fundamental change uh, that has
1: not occurred is you know everybody
3: predicted paper would be gone by now um you know or significantly reduced and to some degree that's true it has been reduced but we're still seeing more and more paper with our customers because they have no control for the most part of it coming into their organization. Um, they have control over whether or not they generate it, but whether or not it comes into the organization is a different issue and it's a different challenge. So, uh, in fact, a lot of a lot of paper still exists in the financial marketplace with the IRS, uh, in the healthcare marketplace, still lots and lots of paper-based medical records. And we're doing lots of projects with customers in those spaces to convert that paper into a digital document because um, it's still proliferated. Um, but what, what, what is different is, you know, now that we can capture all that information, we use AI and machine learning technology to be able to interrogate those images and extract what uh, text is contained in those documents and turn them into machine-readable language. Um, and that's typically called OCR or ICR, optical character recognition or intelligent character recognition. So you have the ability to go in and read that information intelligently, discern, you know, what is a uh, perhaps a Social Security number versus a member number versus a first name, comma, last name, middle, initial. Uh, we can find the uh, proximity of where that content exists, extract it and make it useful uh, because when it's locked up in an image, it's not very useful. But if I can get that content out of that image and put it into a system um, that then can transact based on, on that data, then it becomes quite useful. And uh, so that's, that's what's new, is the use of AI and machine learning in the course of things we've been doing for the last 30 years.
1: That's awesome. And obviously we're having this conversation on AM560, but um, you know, are broadcasting around the world, and uh, definitely I know that you are based in Itasca, but um, serving customers nationwide, nationwide and even worldwide. And your website, which I know Jen is going to send us to in a, just a couple of minutes, uh, is rich with case studies and uh, the industries that you work with. And you know, I found I, I, I've been thinking a lot in preparation for this conversation about some of the industries that can utilize your services. And sure enough, when I went onto the website and looked at the government, nonprofit, and education area, you know, I've been thinking a lot about learning management systems and the colleges that have transitioned to mostly online learning. And sure enough, lots of records, lots of, uh, lots of uh, examples of how they're utilizing all of your systems and all those innovations that are coming out. Um, Paul, I'll turn to you just in our, in our final um, minute or so remaining. Any examples, any real success stories that you're able to share with our listeners?
3: Sure, we, we do. In, in the case of higher education, we do quite a bit of work in that space where we help um, universities and colleges take those transcripts that have been locked up in paper and convert that into electronic information. We also uh, utilize uh, the similar technology to take transcripts and help a university process that transcript from that potential incoming student faster than the other university or college. Because that's really what it's all about—is the speed of getting things done. Can I, can can Jennifer only be accepted into you know X Y Z University faster than perhaps another university? That that's what these universities are competing for—is for Jennifer's uh, enrollment. Uh, so to do that, you got to have the technology to parse through those transcripts and and determine whether or not that's a, a uh, student that you want enrolled in your university. So there there's an example of where. Uh, real-world case that we're, we're using our technology to help
1: um, universities, non-for-profits become competitive. Yeah, no question about it. Lots of uh, practical applications for um, for the solutions. Uh, Jennifer, I want to turn back over to you as we wrap up this conversation. I know lots of our listeners have questions or nodding their heads vigorously, want to learn more. Jennifer Olney, can you uh, connect us with your amazing team of professionals in Itasca and around the world that are serving clients worldwide?
4: Yeah, you can uh, look us up on the website. It's readyforidt.com, the number four. So ready, the number four, idt.com. Or call us at 877 scan Um
1: Ready for IDT.com, scan IDT. Thank you so much for joining us, Paul and Jennifer. I look forward to having you back on real soon because I know in the next conversation there will be so many more innovations coming from your team. Happy New Year to both of you and thanks for joining us. Got to squeeze in a very quick break here and get down to business. We'll be right back. Welcome back to Get to Business, the show about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm thrilled to be joined by Brandon McKee from Win Big Media. Brandon is a leader in the marketing world. He has learned how to overcome the saturated market, and indeed, it is a very saturated market. And uh, helps entrepreneurs and business professionals by understanding customers in a deeper way. That's certainly something we all want to know a thing or two about. Brandon McKee, welcome to the program.
5: Thank you, Shalom. Appreciate you having me on.
1: Absolutely. Such a pleasure. So uh, Brandon, I know that you are, uh, you are win big media. That's what every company wants to do. Every one of our listeners wants to win big. How did you become so passionate about marketing and, and learning how to crack the code in business?
5: Yeah, no, great question. Um, so I used to run um, physical locations in the fitness industry and I met Philip, our uh, executive chairman, um, and he talked to me about how the marketing system is broken and people, you know, all these agencies out there just throw stuff at a wall and hope it sticks. Um, and we do it a little bit different. You know, we have a data backed approach where we make sure that the audiences match what you know, someone is looking for. We make sure that, you know, ultimately we know how people are thinking, feeling and making decisions. Um, and that's how we do marketing, you know, based on a targeted approach.
1: Awesome. Well, again, I'm chatting with Brandon McKee from Win Big Media. certainly uh, bringing that background from the fitness space, working with your colleagues, um, all very impressive backgrounds. And um, you find the right fit for business needs. And I know you don't believe in a one-size-fits-all. You've got a lot of different um, approaches. So, Brandon, let's dive in as we kick off the new year. Every small business, every big business is looking how they can crack the code and reach their customers. What are some of the things that you've learned over time? How would you say marketing um, sort of exists right now in 2023? What, what what should our small business owners be looking for?
5: Yeah, so if you're a small business owner, you probably have done a lot of guessing in the past. And really where we come in and what I recommend is uh, stop the guessing game, you know, figure out exactly who your customers are and how they want to be reached. Um, a lot of business owners, um, and I've been guilty of it myself, you know, we, we think we know what our customers want to see to convert, right? And that couldn't be farther from the truth. Um, You know, we take a a data backed approach, as I mentioned. So we're taking first party and third party data and creating a a report that really helps people understand where to reach their customers. Um, We're not just talking about, you know, what platforms, right, with their routines, their habits, um, you know, where are they spending their money elsewhere so that you can reach them more effectively. So um, if you haven't done that as a business owner, I think that's your first step, right, is stop throwing stuff at the dartboard um, and seeing if it's going to help get you that ROI you're looking for. Be targeted, be intentional.
1: Oh, absolutely! And you've got some pretty, uh, pretty impressive clients. I know Nissan, Walmart, and the list goes on and on and on. Again, I'm chatting with Brandon McKee from Win Big Media, which is something all of our uh, all of our listeners want to do. But one of the things that I think uh, I found very unique about your approach is the five five step undefeated marketing system. You have that all over on your website. What should our listeners know about this approach?
5: Yeah, so it's uh, the first step is really just that data approach, right? So we want to make sure we understand how to reach your customers. You know, we're not the type of agency that's going to come in and say, hey, 95 percent of your budget needs to go to Facebook. Let's do it. Um, so we really figure out ultimately how to um, reach your customer where they need to see you. is it direct mail. Is it digital? Uh, we do a little bit of everything and we make sure that approach is you know, key um, in their marketing needs. And then we move into kind of what we call we take that data. We create a strategic marketing roadmap. So we're going to take what we found in the data and create tactics behind it. It's kind of the guts of your strategy. Right. Um, And then we move into that testing phase where we make sure what we have come up with is going to work effectively. And then we kind of double down on that. So, um, you know, all in all, it's a really foolproof system for us to make sure that we are not wasting ad dollars that we're delivering our promise to all of our clients.
1: Definitely. So, I want to go back to the question I asked you earlier about you know twenty twenty three. I agree with every word you said about you yeah. know small business owners often playing a guessing game. You know, you've you've been at this for for uh, for a while now. You've certainly uh, looked at a lot of data. Um, what what are what's some of your sort of forecast or your, your magic eight ball as you look at marketing over the next uh, couple of years, we, which direction are we heading in? And, and what should our small business owners start to pay attention to that maybe is just at the cutting edge right now?
5: Yeah. So I, I think um, if you aren't paying attention to the world of AI, um, you are mistaking and you got to put some attention there. I mean, AI is going to effectively change the marketing game as we see it. Um, And it's going to make things a lot more effective. You know, we utilize AI technology to make sure that our advertisements um, are hitting like they need to, um, ultimately converting at higher clips, right? So I think that's one thing. Um, The other thing, Shalom, and I would say that, you know, a lot of people are starting to pull back, right? A lot of people are scared because of the economic times that we're going into. Um, You know, whether you believe in a recession or not is coming. Uh, People are starting to peel back. We're seeing that. And what I would challenge every business owner listening to is, um, don't necessarily peel back, just get more targeted. You should still be spending marketing dollars. You should still be advertising. You just need to make sure that you're getting the ROI that you are expecting. So being more targeted, being more intentional with your marketing, um, you know, don't take the all size, you know, a one size fits all approach, um, and really get out there and make sure that, you know, as your competitors are starting to peel back their marketing spend, you're getting in there for cheaper. And you're also going to take some of that market share from
1: them, Right. That's awesome. Well, again, we've been chatting with Brandon McKee from WinBigMedia, uh, the five-step uh, approach, uh, starting with that data. Um, and I know you are uh, definitely monitoring that data and pay- paying attention to uh, the changing landscape of marketing for both small businesses, big businesses, and beyond. Brandon, you've whet our listeners' appetite. I know that. And I definitely want to make sure everybody can get in touch with you. How can we do that?
5: Yeah. So you can just email me at Brandon at WinBigMedia.com. Or as you mentioned earlier, we have our website, just WinBigMedia.com. And know put in for some information you know we're always happy to take a call and help people understand how our data can ultimately help them step up their marketing
1: i can't wait to have you back on brandon thanks so much for sharing your expertise with our listeners thank you Shalom. appreciate it absolutely we've got to squeeze in a quick break here on the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship you can always download all of our podcasts on on my website But we'll be right back here on get down to business Welcome back to you Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. You get on my website, com. that's where you can download podcasts from the past almost 10 years of shows all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. So uh, I am thrilled to reintroduce you to a returning guest, and that is Angelica Ford, uh, the founder of Fueled by F-Snacks. Um, and uh angelica's intentional mission of creating community workplace and healthy alternative snacks for all inclusive of disabilities shines a positive light on the awareness and perspective shift the world needs on those with disabilities truer words have not been said and certainly that was true months ago and certainly true as we kick off 2023 angelica welcome back to get down to business
6: thank you so much for having me back
1: Absolutely. Uh, I love your mission, love the importance of what you're doing. So um, we're going to talk all about your products, where people can find it. But Angelica, let's talk as, as uh, a great song once said, uh, let's start in the very beginning, a very, very good place to start. So Angelica, why, uh, you know, why did you get started with, with this company? I know you've got an impressive background. Why did you dive into the world of small business and entrepreneurship?
6: Um. So I think it's always intrigued me. My dad is an entrepreneur. He started a business when I was really little, and it was fascinating to me. So uh, six months out of college, I opened my first business, Ability Fitness. And my goal for that business was to specialize in in in-home health and fitness services and primarily offer them to individuals with disabilities. I still run and operate that business today, and we're growing and during 2020, it became very apparent very quick that individuals with disabilities don't have the same opportunities as everyone else, and especially in the employment field. So that's what turned my favorite snack into a business and opened the opportunity for allowing me to employ all of our clientele. And I'm excited to say that in 2023, we're expanding out of our clientele into more not-for-profits and offering more opportunities this year than before.
1: No question about it. Again, I'm chatting with Angelica Ford, founder of Fueled by F Snacks, and um, definitely excited to hear about um, what's happening in 2023. I love your story, and you are uh, building community because you're uh, you're teaching skills for your teen and adult and adult employees uh, to basically give them independence. Angelica, do you have a personal story um, that's sort of driving your your passion? And I know your uh, days and nights that you're spending in uh, in, in making a difference.
6: Yeah. So I think the most interesting part in starting this journey and watching the development of our company um, is the development of our individuals. And, you know, it's, it's really meaningful when you get up in the morning. It's one thing to have your own business, but it's another thing to know that or to hear from our participants. You know, I was excited to actually get up this morning and come or I was excited today to know that I got paid or I Um, You know, after doing this, I'm really thinking that I can probably do my own company as well. So all these little things are exciting to hear and not something you initially think about when you start a company. But, you know, it speaks volumes when others want to do what you're doing. And especially in the adaptive community, not very many people give them an opportunity to shine their skill. That's what fueled is here to do. And from allowing that to happen, we've seen people develop and grow to want to have their own companies. So that's very inspiring cool and great to see.
1: Yeah, that's that's exciting. That that definitely would uh, would would inspire me uh, every day. Um, your your mission of diversity and inclusion is is very very impressive. So Angelica, um, how long has it been since you since you started uh, Fueled?
6: So we um, we we filed our paperwork in 2020 um, because everything takes time. We couldn't open until June of 21. Uh, so we're a year and a half old in my eyes. Um, Because we didn't actually sell a product until June of 2021. And we've grown our product in SKUs. We've actually quadrupled them in the year that that we've been open. Um, Mainly because we had to overcome a huge obstacle because of supply chain shortages. But we've been uh, doing well.
1: That's awesome. That's fantastic. So you've got a lot of great products, which we'll talk about in a moment. But uh, my favorite is life is like a box of chocolates. Um, I I love it because you've got (laughs) you've got some great uh, you've got some great protein bites some great uh, things, uh, you know, uh, chocolate, peanut butter, coconut, chocolate, almond. Uh, maple pecan, cinnamon raisin, banana bread—all the amazing, amazing, delicious products. Um, Angelica, what? Um, what are some of the things that I guess? Where can people find your products right now if they're if they're already uh, their mouth is watering?
6: Um, so you can find all of our products um, fueled by snacks dot com, and we do have a promo code for listeners today. If they type in the word radio, they'll get ten percent off their purchase. You can also, if you live in the Chicagoland area, you can find our snacks at your local uh, coffee shop or a small retail grocer. Um, and some of the local gyms in Chicago are picking up our snacks and putting them in the front.
1: That's awesome. Well, definitely, you definitely want to go to fueledbyoffsnacks.com. Use that promo code radio uh, to, get that, uh, to get that discount. And these, these products, again, you could feel good um, knowing that. Again, you're going to feel good from the product, um, but also feel good uh, knowing the impact that it's going to have. And you could buy online, um, but also certainly buy throughout Chicago. Uh, Angelica, we're definitely going to come back to you in just a moment and continue our conversation about what we can expect in 2023. Um, because uh, now you're a year and a half old, and I know that you've got a lot of amazing work uh, you know, going on to grow Um, your product line and grow your company. So we're going to talk all about that. But before we cut to break, I want to encourage all of our listeners to uh, check out our sponsor's uh, Tom Mirabali from healthplanchicago.com, healthplanchicago.com for all of your health insurance needs. Indeed, this is the season that you definitely want to make sure that your small business, that your family are taken care of um, for, uh, for insurance, for uh, healthcare coverage. You can reach Tom at 630-863-3477, 630-863-3477, or again, check out his website, healthplanchicago.com. Um, but again, I'm very grateful to all of our listeners um, for keeping us on the air um, for so long. Check out my website, shalomkline.com, or check out your favorite podcast, app where you can subscribe, rate, review, and share, because indeed sharing is the best compliment that you can provide. Um, But I'm going to continue my conversation with Angelica Ford from Fueled by F-Snacks when we return and get down to business in just a moment. Don't touch that dial. Welcome back. You're listening to Get Down to Business, the show all about small business jobs and entrepreneurship. I'm continuing my conversation with Angelica Ford, the founder of Fueled by Snacks, where uh, we just heard you could check out fueledbyaffsnacks.com. Use the promo code radio, um, which is awesome. So Angelica, I am always inspired by your mission, um, but perhaps even more inspired by what you've already done is what you are going to do. Angelica, tell us about your plans, your New Year's resolution for 2023. What can we expect from you and your team?
6: So um, this year, it's a big goal of ours to increase our retail footprint. Um, While that is every food company's goal, the real reason that I would like to increase our retail footprint is to spread our mission and hopefully inspire and influence other individuals with disabilities to get out there and find an opportunity in employment or to come to us and find an opportunity with us. Our long-term goal for this company is to open another manufacturing plant in um, another coast to expand and help more individuals with disabilities. But the only way we're going to get there to do that is to expand our retail footprint. So that is one of our big, big goals for this year. Another goal for this year is to launch our um, plant-based protein powder that we have developed, something I'm really proud of and excited for our protein powder is... We've incorporated MCT oil into the powder, which helps with brain development, nourishment, and um, just keeping individuals with disabilities functioning at a higher level. We've seen success with uh, brain-injured individuals using our protein powder with the MCT oil and uh, having higher and better quality of life from using it. So we're excited to uh, incorporate that into our product line and hopefully have that out there by the end of this year.
1: Absolutely. I'm chatting with the founder of Fueled by F Snacks. Um, Fueled by F is the health and fitness company that's providing accessible quality health snacks and facilities for all, regardless of ability. Um, Angelica, your, uh, your passion is contagious, and I'm excited to watch you no doubt fulfill those goals, expand um, the footprint uh, and, and, and the reach, um, but you know, as much as we talk about those sort of big picture goals, um, there's nothing like you said. Uh, you know, uh, you know, more inspiring than the individuals um, that you're supporting and that you're building uh, quality of life and independence for them. So, just in our final minute remaining, Angelica, can you highlight any of the individuals on your team um, that have whose lives literally have been changed by Field by F?
6: Um, I'm thinking of one individual in person in particular, her name's Kate. She actually came with me during a business pitch and she's truly flourished during her time at uh, Fuel. We didn't know at first if the sales position was going to be something that she would love and enjoy. And um, when we put her in the sales position, she sells cases of our products and it's, Exciting to watch. No one passes our table without buying something when she's there Um, After you know a couple months working with us she decided to start working on her own business of products that she sews and um, creates herself and during the holiday season we allowed her to make some gift baskets and we paired them together With our products and sold them all together to help her business get started and she's truthfully become a wonderful independent woman from working with Fueled and learning business and just having fun.
1: Angelica, there's nothing like that. That's absolutely awesome. Congratulations on that. Um, Angelica, I know you shared with our listeners um, a very special promo and very special opportunity uh, that people should get on your website for. Can you share your website and how we can purchase your products one more time?
6: Yeah. So please visit us at fueledbyafsnacks.com. Use promo code radio to receive ten percent off your purchase. And we look forward to fulfilling your purchase as quick as possible.
1: Perfect. Fueled by AFsnacks.com. Um use that promo code. Radio. Um, Angelica, I can't wait to have you back on as uh, we check in with you throughout 2023 as you accomplish so much uh, impact and, uh, and again, making people uh, perform better, but also again, uh, changing lives of many individuals uh, with your mission of diversity and inclusion. Thank you so much for all of the amazing work that you're doing. Uh, that's a wrap for us here and Get Down to Business. Uh, indeed, we will be back next Sunday at 6 p.m. right here on AM560, The Answer to Success. Let's Get Down to Business.